Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as always. And Larry, I see we have yet again a guest in the studio today. And this is all very nice. Another realtor friend of SCL and Ewan Graham. So welcome, Ewan, to the fan and the SCL Mortgage Show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on the show. Well, Jim, I'm glad you were able to make it. And we'll have to touch on the story a little bit, which is uh, very interesting, I think. Sandy, good morning. It's good to be with you again. Ewan, thanks for, for coming on. So you were telling us before the show that when you moved here from Scotland in what year? 2008. 2008. You've been listening to The Fan for all this time. And you know Sandy, Sandy's voice really well. He deserves well. a medal. <laughs> Is your radio broken by any chance? You'll no, I've, to I've, one. I've been enlightened by Sandy for 14 years. I can tell you that. That's fantastic. And Sandy, I don't know if you knew this, but when um, you and I met, he said he heard our show when we first started uh, five years ago in April. Yep. So that's fantastic. We've um, we have one of our very first initial listeners in the studio with us. Wonderful, and yeah, uh, I accept the compliment. It is the first time we've had a guest who has said, in so many words, it's an honor to be on the. Isn't that cool? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see by the end of the show. We'll see by the end of the show. We'll see if I'm saying the same thing, Sandy. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, We'll move over to you, and please uh, tell our listeners about yourself. And, of course, you can uh, give out your phone number in the process. So, yeah, um, my name is Ewan Graham. Obviously, by the funny accent, I'm not from here. Um, Grew up in Scotland and uh, met my wife in 2004. She's a Colorado native, so... We actually moved back to Colorado 2008, and as I said, um, huge sports fan, so automatically started tuning into uh, 104.3 The Fan and uh, loved listening to Sandy and his famous rants um, with his <laughs> listeners. Definitely mellowed a, a little bit since then, Sandy, but um, became uh, a realtor in 2010 and um, got off to... A real fast start and was Rookie of the Year uh, in Denver for 2011. Sold 36 homes in my first year. So it was wow. It was a great honor um, to get involved in something I was passionate about and um, have been, you know, out there selling real estate uh, since then. And I think part of, just a small part of my success is, you know, coming to this country as an immigrant and seeing the opportunities that we have in America and it still is... As far as I'm concerned, the best place to be and be successful. And you know, when anybody when I hear anybody complaining, I want to grab them by the collar and shake them <laughs> and say, "Look, you don't understand how lucky you are to be here." And I think that's you know that's part of my philosophy in life. So um, you know, I just wake up every morning energized and like a kid in a candy store to get after life and and help people uh, through real estate. Um, and you know, watch watch some great sports in Denver. What a we, great story, huh, Sandy? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Uh, we know that right now in this market, we can sell our houses. 
How do we juggle selling and buying in this market? That's a great question, and that's um, the conundrum that many people are faced with right now. But like anything, there's always an answer to it, you know any problem out there. It's our job as realtors to find solutions. So yes, the market is white hot. We have, you know, the lowest inventory we've ever had ever in Colorado, and it's the greatest time to sell your home. So yes, you can sell it, but mm. what about buying? Well, let's not say that you can't buy because there are many options um, to help you through that process. You can stay in your home after you close, um, doing a post-occupancy where uh, you, you have time to buy. You can use products that SCL have um, mm. that they can help you with, you know, bridge loans and things like that. Um, so there's many different options, and I think that the general public have to realize not to be scared of this market and say, yes, let's maximize the sale process, but let's figure out a way to make it as easy as possible to buy. We were talking last week about this. Uh, The inventory typically goes out, what, Larry, about six months? Yep, six months. And now it might be 45 days, month and a half? Okay, Sandy, we need to update you because you're a little behind there. Um, in most price points, there's less than a week's inventory. You're kidding. Oh, yeah. I did not even no. know that. Um, right now, if you, take, uh, if you take every price point, there's way less than a month's inventory. Uh, every price point from entry level to, to luxury, which, to luxury, which yeah. luxury used to be over a million dollars. It's now not. It's... It's over, we're talking one and a half million dollars is luxury now because a standard mm. home in Denver is nearly $800,000. Yep. Um, one week. Wow. I, 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 I didn't know that. Thank you for that. But that's, That is also a first on this show. That, <laughs> you stump Larry. We ought to have a segment. Stump, stump Larry. Stump Larry program. Every show. week. But Ewan is the, f- the first one to stump even Larry. Stumping me is no I can stump no you problem. with my accent as well. So. <laughs> uh, well uh, the number, very easy. by the way, for Ewan is 303-619-4400. And we'll repeat that. And if you're driving along and can't write it down, uh, you call SCL Mortgage. They'll be glad to pass uh, Ewan's number along. He's uh, already set uh, a new standard for this, <laughs> this show. So we'll be expecting more insights uh, as we go along. Uh, why is this such a seller's market right now? It's a red-hot so, market. Yeah. We've talked about it for the better part of five years. But why is it such a seller's market right now, so extremely a seller's market? So just to give you a little bit of background, um, it has been a seller's market in Denver, in the metro area, since 2012. It has been unbalanced. It has been a seller's market. So we're, you know, we're riding a wave that is unprecedented. But it's basic economics 101, Sandy. It's supply and demand. We do not have the supply to match the demand. Um, We've got so many people moving here um, that still outstrips the number of people leaving. Denver is a thriving city for a number of reasons. Um, And so just to give you some numbers... Um, so that the listeners can actually understand why we're out of balance is we look at, we big picture, we look at about 11 counties. And right now in those 11 counties, we should, to get a balanced market, have close to 40,000 active homes, townhomes, condos for sale. I pulled the information this morning. In those 11 counties, we have 1,400 
listings for sale. So there's about one home for every 20 to 25 buyers. Um, So that we're just... We're just so out of whack with supply and demand, and obviously there's other there's other factors like low interest rates yep. have really pushed the buyer pool uh, to make a decision. But without a doubt, it goes back to simple one on one economics. That's a lot of buyers for not so many homes. But like you said, you know we have a bridge loan program, we have a down payment assistance program yep. that you know maybe we can help some of these folks and make it a little bit easier for them. Yeah, and without doubt, um, the more creative the financing piece can be is is huge. It's it's like you know a, a a good realtor and a good lender team is hugely important in this market because it is so competitive, and you know the things that we are seeing buyers having to do to get homes is again it's unprecedented. Um, you know, without offering your firstborn child and a. a a kidney, um, <laughs> you know, you have to have your team set up. So you have to be in touch with a, a great realtor and a great lender um, to win out in this market because it is just so competitive. We, you know, it's it's every weekend we're seeing 20, 30, 40 offers on homes. And it's just, it's, I, I personally don't like this market because it's so unbalanced and it's so unfair. Mm-hmm. These first time home buyers, it's, it's a struggle, but you know, that's we sit down and work through a program with them so we have a strategy and we're all on the same page, our lender, our realtor, our client, and we're a team. And that's the most important thing. And Larry, that follows up on uh, uh, your regular commentary that it's a collaborative business Yep. and communication is the key. And obviously, Yoon's a great communicator. Boy, he just, he just nailed it, didn't As he? As he has outlined. What, what we've been talking about is is the the lender needs to be in touch with the realtor that needs to be in touch with our customer we need to be in touch with the listing agent or either agent um, involved in the transaction so everybody knows what's going on at any given time and what people know then we kind of empower them right if there's a hiccup and and we can fix it real quick then we do if there's something that needs to be brought to everybody's attention then we do that as well and when people know what's going on, they're more comfortable, and it makes the process so much easier. So, yeah, you're. Um, I knew you would be a great guest, but you're even better than I expected. <laughs> well, what? I just speak from the heart, so that's yeah. the, the most important thing. Well, uh, there's a lot more to cover and great insight coming from uh, you and Graham today. And, of course, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, with us as always. I'm Sandy Clough, and we'll continue on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. The SCL Mortgage Show continues now. Sandy and Larry, as always, and Ewan Graham is our guest, and he has already provided uh, terrific insight. 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And, Larry, let's uh, backtrack a bit, go back to uh, basics. You've always been a proponent of using a realtor when buying and selling especially one as skilled and as energetic as Ewan is. Well, it didn't, uh, it didn't take me long to realize um, how and why Ewan is so, is so accomplished in his industry. He knows it. He's got, he's got his customer um, at the forefront of his mind with, you know, servant's heart kind of attitude. Um, he's, he says all the right, which is why he's so successful, right? So I, we would strongly, strongly recommend using you and for whether you're buying or selling. But I have said that for years. I've, 
I've been in this industry for 34 years, Ewan, but, and I've bought and sold a lot of homes, but I would never do it without a realtor. I really wouldn't because I know something about the mortgage business and I think I know something about real estate sales, but it's way more complicated. And, and when you're talking about these large transactions, you don't want to make a mistake. And if you use a, a, you know, a professional, then they'll keep you out of trouble so you don't make a mistake. So, yeah, big proponent all every time. Ewan, what about SCL Mortgage makes it unique in your mind? So the, the thing about SCL Mortgage is that there, there's so many uh, creative options for people out there that just don't fit into that, you know, that that box that you know everybody wants you to fit into when you're doing the lending and it's like a lot of people are are square pegs trying to find fit into round holes they're they're more than qualified but they just don't fit into that box so the fabulous thing about SEL is they they have so many different options and and they were able to help a client of mine uh last year get into a property that Everybody was turning them down um, because they were using bank statement loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't, you know, they were self-employed. And these guys, Larry and his team pulled it off and everybody was turning them down. And it, and it wasn't because they couldn't afford the home or get into the home, but they were that uh, square peg trying to fit in a round hole. And I was just blown away by what they could do and the different options they had for my clients. So it's like a no-brainer uh, when we have a client that just doesn't uh, conform to everything that um, lenders are needing, then without doubt, uh, Larry has, has provided an incredible service to the general public. Ewan, <laughs> what are the best things a home seller can do to get the most money out of a house? In other words, how to get top dollar? Well, first and foremost, have me over to speak to them. <laughs> That's um, it. Zep. That's goes without saying. Yeah, and there, there's and look in this market, we don't need to do as much, but there's still things we need to do to get a home ready and to get you top dollar because you're you, we're dealing with the largest financial instrument you typically own, and there's tens of thousands of dollars at stake. So the simple things that I always tell people are: if we're not doing any major renovations. Um, clean and crisp. Get the house clean and crisp. Get the the grout cleaned. Um, paint and put new carpet in or new flooring. If you've got carpet in your bathroom, get rid God of it, love right? you because <laughs> uh, get rid of it. Um, I'm joking, but yes, uh, things like that. But um, you know, curb appeal is huge as well. But there are certain things that. I can advise my clients to do that are going to get the best return on the investment and other things that I'm asked, should we do this? Should we do that? Absolutely not in this in this market because why spend $10,000 if you're not going to get that back in, in a return? And we've got to figure out other ways in terms of marketing the home that we can get you top dollar. So um, yeah, there's, there's always things that um, sellers need to do. Uh, but there's, it's more of a simple approach in this market. You know, if I may, I, I was just sitting here thinking that every house is different, right? Every 100%. family is different. Every situation is different. So you could say, you know, crisp and clean, and you could say uh, open the drapery or mm-hmm. whatever. But you you can't give the best advice until you actually see the house <laughs> and, and you meet the um, prospective sellers, right? So... Yeah, there's several things, but once you get into the house, then you'll know. I'm sure you have a conversation with potential sellers about you know what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. 
But then you get to know people and you can make suggestions that are applicable in their situation. 100%, Larry. The, the thing is, I always find out the story. Like, what is your story? Why are we doing this? Why are we contemplating even selling a house? And then tailor the, the, the needs to their story. And the great thing about what I've been able to establish over the years is I've built a team, um, not just of other agents to help, but lenders like yourself, Larry, and teams of, you know, the vendors that can come in and paint, the contractors, the stagers, the everything. So it's it's made as easy as possible for you because it is it can be a very overwhelming process when you're when you're selling your house. And our job is to, you know, make that as easy as possible. And, and let me take on all the stress as much as possible and let you just be guided through the process. And I will always make honest recommendations. Like, I'm not going to cut corners. I, I'm going to say things that you might not want to hear, but it's always the best for my client at the end yep. of the day. And then, and that's you. how I run my business. Good for you. Great advice. Absolutely. Uh, Larry, interest rates still favorable? For someone looking to buy a house. You know, it's been interesting the last couple of weeks, Sandy. Interest rates have actually come down a little bit, which is... I, I, Why I, is that? I, I, I was going to tell you, um, I believe because of all the uncertainty in the in the world, and I, I would say there and also say our prayers go out to the, the folks of Ukraine. The, it, there's a lot of bad things happening there right now. But, but that has caused uncertainty in the financial markets, the stock market. So typically when that happens, I mean, I don't even want to open my IRA statement these days because it's taken a beating. But but people take their money out of the stock market and move it into safer havens like the bond market. The, the yields aren't as great, but it's very stable. So when people put their money in the bond market, interest rates come down. So that's the reason they have come down. But it is a great, great time. I mean, you know, given where interest rates are right now, you can buy a lot more house then you could have, you know, when we were talking about 5.5% rates, now we're significantly lower than that. So it is a it is a very, very good time to buy. And somebody like you and can guide you through these challenging times to take away the stress, and we can get you pre-approved, take that piece away from it. So, yeah, it's a good time. How does that change things for you? You and I'm sure you track interest rates <laughs> yeah. as regularly as Larry does at SCL. One hundred percent. I think the the thing is that your your realtor has to be like a Swiss Army knife. They have to know what is going on. Uh, they have to know what is going on in in the financial markets and what is going on with interest rates. And you know, without doubt, I I you know we go back to the early eighties when interest rates were nearly twenty percent and people were still buying homes then. <laughs> right. And we've just been in this you know, time since for about the last eight or nine years when we've just expected rates to be so low, lower than 4%. Yeah. Um, and people are mad. Like, I can remember when they got down into two and people were mad that they were over three. And I'm like, <laughs> are you guys kidding me? Um, so, yes, it, do, it it helps immensely with people being able to um, afford more home. But I think Larry would agree to agree with me. At the end of the day, the most important thing is what is your monthly payment? It's not about how much you can qualify for. It's what is your monthly payment going to be? And that is something that like we look at. What can you afford comfortably a month? And that's the that's what we use to, to get them into a home that can provide that payment for them. We asked you about sellers a moment ago. Uh, tell us now how buyers can find success in a market that is so unbalanced as you've alluded to. First and foremost, get with a great realtor. And like 
I'm, I can't stress this enough. You must be working with somebody with extreme experience to be able to navigate this market because there are many pitfalls. There are many horror stories that I've heard with people getting into homes without doing inspections and having thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage. And my job, look, at the end of the day is obviously to protect my client, mm. but get them on that, yeah. you know, in, into homes. So there's many, many different ways I can help, especially with creating relationships with the other agents. I know a lot of the the other agents that helps. And then being able to navigate them through the contract and how to manipulate the contract to make it more favorable to the seller, but ultimately pr- to provide um, protection for them as a buyer. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's difficult. Um, but you know, like, uh, what's, what's for you won't go by you, I firmly believe. And, um, there's many different ways we can help. Can I ask you both the same question? Okay. Are prices going to drop? You think we're in a real estate bubble? Larry, you go first. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I could sit here and give you the exact right answer and, and not be wrong, but the truth is nobody knows. Right. I don't think so. I don't think we're, you know, we've seen, we've seen a bubble twice in this country, right? During the Great Depression, then back in 2008 and nine. It's only happened twice. And, and people got really, really freaked out. And I understand we, we all were a little bit nervous, but you know what? Prices come back and look at where they've come. They've come back strong. So I would not say wait. I'm more about, Buy your house and then sit there and wait and watch the value go up and up and up. And we have to live somewhere. So I would rather be in my house as opposed to my landlord's house. So I don't, I don't personally think we're in a bubble, but even if we do, do at some point see prices go down, it's okay because we all got to live somewhere. I don't, you and what do you think? So I'm going to look into my crystal ball because I have a very strong opinion on this. And I okay. wish I wish Sandy could look into his crystal ball to tell us who the next Broncos quarterback is going to be, but <laughs> I think that's more difficult. Oh, that's a than... much harder question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so there's a great saying in real estate, buy real estate and wait. Don't bu- wait to buy real estate. Because right. I had people in 2014 when it was a very competitive market saying, I'm just going to wait for it to crash. Well, how did that go for you? House <laughs> right. prices have doubled since then. We are at a unique uh, situation with supply and demand again, and I can't harp on this enough. We have one home for every 20 to 25 buyers. If we doubled, tripled, quadrupled our inventory right now, we would still have a competitive market. It would still be a seller's market. Um, interest rates are not going to suddenly jump to 10, 11, 12%. That's just not going to happen. Um, so my, my firm belief is that this market is, is not going anywhere. I hope it slows down a bit. And what I mean is I, I don't like to see 15 to 20% jumps in appreciation year on year. That is not sustainable. Um, but it just comes back to the whole perfect storm of low inventory, low interest rates has, has, has been a thing for a long time now. And the, we built so, we underbuilt in terms of new product between 2010 and 2020 that we're so far behind on new builds. So it's just, it, it, I hope it slows down, as I said, over the next few years, but prices are not going to drop. They just, they, they won't. 
We'll come back, and we have uh, Yoon, I'm sure, listening to this program. You've heard this uh, segment before, customer emails. Larry brings in a batch every week, and we'll get to that next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, Yoon Graham on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Before we get to customer emails, Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, you and Graham are guests today on the SCL Mortgage Show, 303-790-2222, myspecialmortgage.com, and Yoon's number, which we will repeat before we're done today, 303-619-4400, and boy, Yoon's been a ball of fire today. Uh Maybe we can bring him into this segment a little bit, too, Absolutely. to help us uh, through some of these emails. But, uh, Larry, we'll turn it over to you. Okay. So, Sandy, before I get into the emails, I want to read this. Um, uh, let's see. This is a Google and Facebook review we got from one of our customers about uh, Rebecca Sokup, who's one of our oh, loan yes. officers and one of our very, very good loan officers. This is phenomenal. Quadruple five stars. My husband and I worked with Rebecca, and she's been phenomenal. Patiently ans- ans- answers every question. Uh, maybe I should have known the answers, but she helped with any issues that ever arose. There wasn't many, but she was always there. The whole process was so easy. Highly recommend SCL Mortgage and Rebecca. So that came from Kathy. So thank you very much, Kathy. We we appreciate that. Okay, uh, let's see. This is from Michael, who said... Starting the loan process, we are already pre-approved by Chase. Interesting. So, (laughs) uh, Michael, thank you for reaching out to us. I want an opportunity to earn your business. Maybe he banks with Chase. Maybe he thought he should use Chase. but, But he's reaching out to us, so maybe he's shopping. Maybe he wants to compare. And I would bet that our interest rates are as good, if not even better, than Chase. And so... Um, this is a point, Ewan, where in the future we need to bring you in because we don't know if Michael has a real estate agent and he's wanting to get pre-approved with us. So, or even if he has talked to a real estate agent, he should talk to you as well and, you know, see where the best fit is. Would You'd be okay with that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I, I always recommend people get a second opinion on anything. And even yeah. when I go on listing appointments, I recommend people go out and speak to another realtor so they can get a sense of what I can provide against somebody else. So without doubt, Larry. Okay, absolutely then. Okay, this came from Ralph who said, uh, just wondering if you do business in Florida, I'm looking at a second home and possibly a condo. Well, um, yeah, as a matter of fact, we do do business in Florida and we do do condo loans in Florida. So, uh, yes, Ralph, uh, if you're listening, thanks for this email. And um, and we can also um, introduce you to some real estate agents we know in Florida, unless you happen to be licensed there, Ewan. Not yet. <laughs> I'm sticking with Colorado. Okay. Well, this is our home state and this is where we've been for seven years. So we're not going anywhere either. Um, Okay, so let's see. This is from Rick, who said, I'm self-employed, and I'm considering alternatives for my home in Lyons, Colorado. May sell, may purchase new in, oh, interesting, new in Florida or Mississippi, but do want to keep our home here, possibly refinance. So, um, yes, that's maybe we need to talk to Rick about our bank statement program because he he makes a point of saying that he's self-employed. So whether you're going to Florida or Mississippi, maybe it's a second home, we can help you. We're licensed in both those states. 
and we could certainly help you with a refinance here. Okay, so this is from, um, oh, you and you're going to find this interesting. This is from Allison, who said, I'm looking for a real estate uh, mortgage broker that will do a VA loan with no credit score overlays. So she's saying that she has a buyer that um, wants to utilize their VA eligibility, but um, somebody has probably turned them down because they have overlays. So to me, that might mean Sandy's nodding his head. He knows exactly what I'm going to say. Maybe that lender stopped at 620 or 640, or whatever the case. We don't have any credit overlays on our VA, FHA, or Mm. conventional loans. So as long as we get what we call an automated approval, we are good to go. I don't care if the FICO score is 580, or maybe it's even a tiny bit below that. Uh, In most cases, we're able to help people. So um, yeah, this uh, this was interesting. She said, I had to search you out on the internet to find you, but now I did, and we're going to be able to help these people buy a home. And as far as I'm concerned, the VA buyer should be at the top of the pile. Um, you know, they're, they've they've served our country, mm. and the the way that I and I'm going to be open here, the way that the VA, uh, some of the VA contracts are handled because they're not putting all this money down and things like that. I think that's absolutely nonsense. These people are have served our country, and they should be at the top of the pile. So. Um, you know, I, I love seeing VA loans come in on uh, my listings. You know, you, you hit the nail on the head. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that, but sometimes um, realtors will say, well, I don't know. VA loans are really hard to get accepted. And and that's yep. that's a misconception, that's right? Yep. It, it is. And, and that shouldn't even come up. If, if it's explained properly to the seller... And, oh, by the way, you hit the nail on the head. These folks have served our country. We should be serving them. Exactly. So good for you. Uh, okay, so this is from Mari- Mariano, who said, I'm going to start looking for a house to buy. I know I need to get pre-qualified. I'm thinking of a place that will sell for this much. Um, let me know what we need to do to get the ball rolling. So here's another opportunity that we can get you and involved because she may or may not have um, she may not have a realtor, or she may want to talk to somebody who's very well experienced, very successful, and so um, yeah. But she's doing the right thing. She wants to get pre-approved, so she knows what she can afford. And uh, and and mentioned you mentioned earlier, it's not just what you can afford; it's what you're comfortable with. Yep. Maybe you could afford to buy a nine hundred thousand dollar house, but you you don't want that payment. You want a payment that you're comfortable with, you sleep well at night, and it's a great fit, and you close your eyes and go to sleep and don't have to worry about that big payment. So that's I love that email. Okay, so this came from Shane, who said, I'm looking for a $30,000 loan on my primary residence. I currently owe this much. Uh, house is worth much, much more. And uh, maybe you can help us. So... You know, the first thing I would do, Sandy and Ewan, is I would say, why do you want a $30,000 loan? <laughs> Maybe it makes sense to look at your first mortgage, pay that off, get you a lower rate, and get you the $30,000 that you want. Um, maybe, but we don't know until we know what their situation is. Are you going, how long are you going to stay in your house? What's the interest rate on your current payment? So, um, um, but that's our job. That's what we do is understand 
the situation, what their goals are, what they want to accomplish, when they want, what their timing is like, and then we know best the options to uh, to make or the options to offer rather. <clears throat> okay, so this comes from Kendra, who said, <clears throat> "Excuse me, I'm a first time buyer with a lower FICO. What is the lowest score you accept for a mortgage?" Well, that sort of ties into what, <laughs> what we talked about just a minute ago. At, at SCL, we, we are able to go much lower than a lot of lenders. So, like I said, if we can get a automated approval um, and you have a 580 FICO score, that's okay. We are good to go. It does sort of come into play how much down payment you right. have. Um, if you don't have all the down payment and you have a 640 FICO score, then we can help you with that piece, too. So... Um, great question, and I'm glad she got a hold of us rather than just say, oh, my FICO score is not that good. I don't think I should stick my, st- stick my toe in the water, and let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can make it happen. Time for one more. One more? Okay. So this came to us from Carl, who said, looking to refinance, maybe take money out to pay off a vehicle, a small credit card debt, and maybe update kitchen and vacation. All right, cool. So we got a lot of stuff going on here. So, um, um, you know, here's the interesting part, you and and I'm not telling you anything you probably don't already know. But depending on what his interest rate and payment is now, if we put him into a larger mortgage but pay all this other stuff off, maybe the payment's going to be the same. Maybe it'll even be less and we get rid of this debt. And then, oh, by the way, let's take your family on a vacation. So Wonderful. I love it. All right. Our thanks to Kathy, Michael, Ralph, Rick, Allison, Mariana, Shane, Kendra, and Carl for their emails this week. We will be back next week with more. And when we continue, uh, more questions for our realtor friend and our guest today, Ewan Grand, and of course, Sandy Clef with Larry Jager as we wrap up on the SEL Mortgage Show on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. And as we continue, 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. MySpecialMortgage.com. We'll give out Yoon's phone number at least one more time before we're done. Uh, Yoon, tell our listeners, uh, should people who want to buy wait and see if we do have a market crash before they buy? Um. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to answer that um, strongly. Uh, absolutely not. Um, there, as far as I'm concerned, there is no market crash coming. And I do want to give you another uh, little insight into because I think numbers are good for people to to hear, and it, and it makes it more tangible. So when the when we had the market crash, the financial crisis in 2007, 2008. We had an oversupply of homes. We had, in in the 11 counties that we look at, we had about 35,000 listings on the market. <laughs> so back then, we had a lot less people in Colorado. We had 35,000 listings. So we had an oversupply. That was part of the problem. There were too many homes on the market. Right now, we do not have an, nearly enough. And as I mentioned, we have about 1,400 on the market with less than... Uh, 250 homes in Denver on the market. So again, it comes back to that um, buy real estate and wait and, and and let your asset grow because there's so many things you can you can do with real estate. Um, it's such a great an investment. Obviously, I may be biased because I'm a realtor, but I believe the number one uh, investment you can make is, is in a home because people are always going to need shelter at the end of the day. 
Um, so yeah, they're they're as far as I'm concerned now. You can we can watch this back if there is a market crash, and you can hold me out to dry. But um, I do not believe that you should be waiting um, to buy real estate. You said something earlier, which I love. When people say, should I wait to buy? No, you should buy and then wait. Buy and then wait and watch your value increase and your interest write-off you get and, and the appreciation. And, and it's your home. It's not your landlord's home. So absolutely. And the other thing I do want to touch on, because I think it's interesting for the general public out there, because it, you know everybody thinks springtime is the, whole, the, the selling season. Well, that actually isn't true in Colorado. We start our selling season January 1 because that's when we start with very low inventory and buyers come out the market. Now, if there is an opportunity in the market uh, throughout the year, it definitely is in the summer. July, August, September feel very slow to us because we've been driving a Ferrari at 180 miles an hour and it suddenly slows down to 90 we're still going fast, but it feels like we're slamming on the brakes because people get out the market, take the summer off. They've been beaten up through the spring and they've not got a home and they're like, we're, you know, we're going to re-rent because their rent has to come mm. up again. Mm. So yeah. an opportunity, if there is any, it's still competitive, but the, we see the summer months, typically some more inventory comes on and some buyers detract from the market, which gives, gives us a bit of respite and gives buyers an opportunity. You've answered this question in some ways already, Yoon, but uh, again, to reinforce the point, what should people be looking for when they're hiring a realtor? Well, I think that um, the things that people are, should be looking for definitely are integrity. Um, that is something that I can't stress enough. If, if, if I can't look somebody in the eye and shake their hand, then there's an issue right away. Um, so the integrity piece is, is is so important because you know that behind the curtain, you know, behind the Wizard Oz curtain, they're doing everything they can for you. They're going out their way to to do everything they can to represent you. Um, and experience is huge as well. Now, I'm not talking about years of experience because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not selling real estate on a day-to-day -day business, what kind of experience are you are you having in this market? Are you an expert in the market? And And... Bottom line is, I I came here, as I said, as an immigrant, and I, I just got my real estate license, and my eyes were open to the opportunity. And I knew I could, I knew I didn't have the experience then, but I could outwork anybody. I would work harder to gain that experience. And that's what my clients initially loved about me, because I would do anything I could to help them. So there's a combination of things, but, um, but without doubt, the integrity piece is huge, and you need to be a great marketer as well as a realtor. You should know how to market because at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're marketing homes for sale. Why should sellers not try to do a for sale by owner? Oh, I love that question, Sandy. <laughs> I, 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 I have an opinion, but I, w I want to hear yours, Ewan. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you're getting excited about that, Larry, because <laughs> I, you know, I think for me, your home, again, is your largest financial um, purchase that you're potentially going to be making. Now, if you if you need to go in for surgery, do you try and do that surgery yourself? Or do you go to your neighbor and try and do that, get them to do that surgery? No, you go to a surgeon. You go to somebody that is experienced and can navigate that. Now, we're not going into surgery, but we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars potentially. And just to think that, you're qualified to 
navigate that on your own. And I'll just give you a quick story. Um, friends of ours decided that it was a hot market and they could initiate a sale themselves, and, and which they did. They were able to find a buyer um, and they, they did a for sale by owner. Now, they sold their home for more than $100,000 less than would have been sold in a, in a for market value. So wow. there's just an example of a for sale by owner leaving a lot of money on the table. Wow. And there's so many pitfalls and legalities that you can get into selling a home. You should... You should never, um, you should never navigate that process without somebody that can advise you by your side. Absolutely agreed, Larry. You wanted me to ask you about Redfin or Home Light or some of those companies. Yes or no? You know, um, thank you for asking me that, Sandy. And I wanted to know as much as I could about these two companies, but th- this this sort of uh, concept um, in detail. So I made a phone call, and I'd used my home as an example. And I talked to some really nice people, but I quickly realized that I would not use one of those companies. because They, they make it sound like, well, we'll buy your house from you, we'll give you full value, you can move when you want to move, and stuff like that. Well, then if you have the conversation and really ask the, the sort of hidden or right questions, um, I had to use their mortgage company. I had to, if I didn't, it would cost me this. So when I did the math, it was way more than what it would cost me if I used Ewan or somebody mm-hmm. on his team. So, and, and then it's not the, you know, I, in my opinion, I didn't get the same personal service and I didn't get that warm, fuzzy feeling. So, you know, it sort of sounds good on the commercials, but um, if it's me, no, I, I'm not going to use one of those companies. I'm going to go with somebody like you, and, and and I'm sure you have an opinion on yeah, that. Yeah, I I, th- I think if you're, especially in this market, if you're taking an unsolicited offer um, without listing your home, you and I'm you are a little crazy because I'll tell you right <laughs> now, I thought I knew what homes would sell for. I I c- could get very close to what the sales price would be. I don't anymore because this market is so competitive. We set a list price for certain homes and it's just whatever somebody wants to pay for it. We've seen numbers that you would never expect. So taking an unsolicited offer that makes it sound all easy and nice and you get your money. uh, But the, the nuances of knowing the local market, knowing what's going on around these companies don't know that. They're, they're just looking at specific analytics. And as I said, we've seen numbers that you just never dream of because people get very desperate and emotional in residential real estate and they, they over, they're, they're overpaying. Well, I get flyers all the time. Do you? Your home is worth yeah. X. Yep. Yeah. Contact us. Yeah. Yeah, the number of clients that we have, we go over to sit down, talk to them about listing and they, they prove provide a pile of mail that is this flyer from this person, this letter from this person. People are now sending sending contracts through the mail to oh just sign a contract. We, we had one last yeah. night that we went over and he had just been sent a contract from a uh, from an LLC just to sign and they were offering this for his house, which was, let me, let me tell you, $65,000 less than we're going to list for. Well, they're going to turn around, sell it and make the sixty five grand, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... Well, this leads perfectly into our final question for both of you. Words of wisdom. We got about 30 seconds left. Okay, I'll make it quick. <laughs> if you're 
if you're going to look at a, a mortgage real estate transaction, call SEL. I think we're very, very good at what we do. And if you're going to buy or you're going to sell, please call Ewan because he knows what he's doing. We would not introduce him to, to friends or clients of ours if we weren't 100% comfortable with him. So what's your best advice, Ewan? So I've got two, I would say I've got two pieces of advice. I think on the real estate side and the lending side, make sure that you're getting an education. You're, you're understanding the market. The, the realtor or the lender are talking to you and, and letting you understand what is going on and they're advocating for you most importantly. But the one, the one piece of uh, life advice that I just follow is that my, my dad always drummed into me as a little boy, life is not a dress rehearsal. So you don't mm-hmm. get to do this a, a second time around. So just everybody go out there and make the best of what you've got and, and surround yourself with good people. So I just, you know, that's, that's my philosophy. That's good stuff. Ewan, thank you so much. 303-619-4400 is Ewan Graham's number, and you've been one of our more fascinating guests. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you so much, Sandy. It's been an honor. Thank you, Larry. You're very welcome. We'll have you back. Thank you. Definitely. And we will be back next week with our next edition of the SEO Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 